Hey everybody, welcome back to the Double Pipcast. This is episode eight, and with me I've got Sean, a buddy of mine, play over at the uh, local card shop. And uh, Sean, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, Cam? How you doing? Doing thanks good. Thanks for man, doing good. Thanks for letting me come on. <laughs> oh yeah, no, thanks for thanks for jumping on. Um, I'm sure everybody listening is happy to hear a, a new voice. Sean, so uh, anytime I have a guest on here, I always like to ask a couple of questions. Um, what uh, what got you into Transformers as a whole? Um, basically, I just saw it on clearance. I've been kind of looking. I was looking for a card game to play because I haven't played one in probably about 15 years or so. Mm-hmm. And none of the card games out there I've either I've already played and just didn't want to get into a, an established game. And I was kind of looking for something to play with uh, uh, one of my stepsons because uh, he was 12 at the time. So, you know, he, he's big into Transformers. So I was like, well, maybe I can try to get him into card games. But he didn't really like playing the card game, but I got hooked on it. And so within a couple of weeks, I was buying a few booster boxes here and there and trying to find people to play with and all that. Okay, okay. So that's that's the same thing for me. I uh, bought the starter pack and uh, was just playing it with my wife as something to do on game night. And then it evolved into me grabbing booster packs and stuff like that. And then uh, here we are now. Oh, yeah. that I mean, that's how it was. Plus, like back in the day, I used to play like every card game. Like a new card game would come out. I'd buy a booster box, some starters, play it out, try it out. And if I didn't like it, I'd trade them for something or sell them or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, I, I used to have like, uh, I, I call it my pack addiction, basically just my pack crack. I'd just be addicted to opening packs. I didn't care. <laughs> yeah, man, there, there's something about it. And I think, I think the folks that develop that, they know they, they're like, Hey, what is this going to sound like when somebody opens it up, build that anticipation? Oh, yeah. yeah as, as I call it, they're the original loot boxes. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's true, man. Everybody's talking about loot boxes now. Like, hey, trading card games, baseball cards, that's all all the same thing. I've been doing that when I was a kid. It was legal gambling from when I was a kid, so. Oh, Oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, I think I know the answer to this, but what's your your faction? Are you Autobots or Decepticons? Uh, I... I pretty much just play whatever I feel like. I try to just make decks and play. I don't get to play all that much, so right. I just try to make decks and play them, and then whatever. I I probably say Dinobots. I usually have a Dinobot deck, but right now I'm trying to make a a retro Soundwave like permanent deck. So trying to get a permanent deck made for that, so I can always have that playing. Nice. So, so you picked up the 35th anniversary box. Yeah, I, I actually got it like about a month ago or so off of eBay. I got that and the Omnibot packs. I have like a coupon and a credit, so I got them for like seventy-five bucks oh, for both awesome. of them. Yeah, that was shipped, so I was like, "That's cheaper than Hasbro Plus in a month earlier." So, <laughs> right. So you said you'd played card games in the past, and you didn't want to get back into an established one. So yeah. it's it's pretty exciting, I think. Uh, being part of, you know, being on the Facebook and, and paying attention to this as it's growing. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I'll, you know, also when it comes to card games, I mean, you get if you're trying to get into Magic right now as you know just a new player, it it would be impossible. You don't you don't really know where to start, and that's even as you know someone I've been playing uh, Magic since Beta and Unlimited was out, and uh, you know getting back into Magic right now would just not be fun to me right now. So I was looking for something that was new that I could get into fairly you know fairly cheaply and get everything into and be something that i liked myself right so you know i you know i liked transformers as a kid and you know i loved them i had them all and i was like oh transformers card game i'll check it out it's 99 cents a pack i'll check them out get the starter for five bucks each and Ended up liking just how the game was set out. How it's it's simple, but if you really want to get it complex, you can get you can make it complex. Yeah, yeah, that's that's um, same thing I like about it. Big Transformers fan as well. Uh, watched it as a kid, and I think there's just a lot of things I like about it. I like that the characters. There's only a few, so the complexity is really in how you pair them together and the cards you choose to go with it as opposed to uh, running a bunch of different characters in your deck and having to draw them out like a Pokemon or like a Magic. They're out there. That's the the one thing that'll be constant. And then it's easy to teach people how to play, you know, with some of the blank vanilla cards. And, um, you know, it's pretty simple. It's just addition and subtraction. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you try to just make a, you know, a little deck that ain't got any complexity to it, you know, it's it's real easy to understand. You know, it's just you play an upgrade, you play an action. That's as simple as it can be, or it can be, I'm going to end up playing 20 actions this turn. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've got, uh, you said you bought some, some boxes in the past, so mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm taking it you're waiting for november to get your Triptychon in the siege 2 box uh yeah yeah uh he, he looks pretty cool my my only complaint with that is i hate how his cards are rares and uncommons and commons in the set you know i think i i wish they would just make a Triptychon little play set pack and include all of that with a booster or with a box you know yeah well because so his guys, uh, Brunt and Full Tilt, they come with him, right? Yeah. Well, well, I'm talking the battle cards, like the oh, rare battle cards, Battlefield and Incursion, and all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the Relentless Invasion. Those, you know, they they take up uh, slots in the in the set that, to me, right. really probably shouldn't be that way. Yeah, like they should just be part of the the whole pack that yeah. comes in that sealed box. You get the playset. Yeah, just make a little, you know, a play set of, you know, each of the cards or something, and then, you know, there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, because then you because, want because, to you get that box. You want everything to be in it. Yeah, because even even if you buy a booster box, you know, and you need three Relentless Invasions, who says you're going to get three Relentless Invasions in order to play a full Triptychon deck or something? Right. Exactly. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Do you uh, ever, like, fill your collection out buying singles online, or has that never been something you've had to do? I haven't had to buy. I just mainly trade. I I get on the Facebook trading group, and anything I need, I get usually within that day. Yeah, I'll have to do that because there's a lot of 
cards that I'm missing. I'll have to jump on that trading. Oh yeah, because there, there's ones that I don't use. So, so wave four comes out uh, in November. We've had some some reveals already. Uh, we've seen Hot Rod. We've seen Ratbat. Trypticon. We've already talked about the last two bombshells they dropped: Lord Megatron and the new General Optimus. Dazzle Strike, which looks just like a repaint of Lionizer. Mm-hmm. And then you've got uh, Brunt and Full Tilt, the uh, Trypticon bots that he can deploy. Uh, there's Nova Storm, the female Seeker, and then High Jump, who's one of the off-road patrol uh, minicons. And then Vanguard, which was the one that I was really excited about, the one that's like a gun helmet. Mm-hmm. That uh, I thought that was really <laughs> cool. And then I think the last one was Powertrain, who was another off-road patrol uh, looked really cool. Have you had a moment to look at any of those? Uh, yeah, I've been like uh, most of the characters I look over. Like I says, like the battle cards. Usually, mm-hmm. I don't look at spoilers because I like reading the battle cards as I'm opening my you know first boxes and stuff. But the usually I do like reading the 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 bots at least just in order to formulate some basic ideas. Yeah. Yeah, my um, I sometimes I have to just go through my cards again because I forget what they do. So if somebody will say, "Oh, this this such card," I'm like, ah, I don't know exactly what that does because I'm not I'm not playing it right. Mm. So, and there's so many of them that do similar things but maybe are a different pip color or yeah. So gotta gotta whip them out and look through them every once in a while. I did think the um, the general optimist he he seemed a little overpowered. Like twenty one health, fifteen stars, yeah. and and also his abilities in there. That that was one thing I was just kind of complaining on the Facebook group. I was just kind of you know why, why why do they fixate all these great abilities and stuff on just general on like Optimus? Can't we have another bot that 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 won't be the in the in the meta all the time? You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, I hear you. Because 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 I can see this General Optimus and then Optimus Battle Prime Battlefield Legend being uh, a a new unbeatable kind of thing. Really, I, I'm just waiting to see what some of the battle cards are, like especially like some of the utilities that come in uh, the new set to see if they make Optimus even better. Because I could see putting three energy packs on General Optimus and these. Oh, yeah. <laughs> unbeatable yeah. yeah and you know utilities there's no that i is there there's not a card that you can put down that's like the equivalent of bashing shield but for utilities right there's only like uh, debilitating crystal or crushing size no, there's there, there's one for each of those uh like the cayman wave two like bashing shield is for armor there's one for weapons and there is one for utilities okay so uh, i mean no i mean like having like to avoid people doing that people will be running the device virus um a lot more just because that that'll get rid of multiple copies that they stack on them oh right yeah the uh scrap scrap one of yours and scrap two of theirs yeah yep. yeah but but one thing that i was thinking of when i saw this i was like i would love to play unleash potential and ancient wisdom and put nine cargo trailers on them because (laughs) i didn't even think about that because if you have opbl out there helping you play all those actions 
you could keep bringing in cargo trailers and then your fourth cargo trailer now general optimus has an attack of 40 well that would only be because there's a limit of three cards per deck right well well yeah but with the ancient wisdom that can bring you cards from outside the game into the deck right that bypasses that so if you have opbl you're able to help play all those ancient wisdoms you can stack nine cargo trailers on general optimus if you were got completely lucky yeah and you know each of those is plus one per so at the end that's (laughs) you know i mean now granted have a nine but even just adding one more on there you know exponentially increases it by another what 16 or so yeah, once you start stacking them and then it's it's uh, iterating over each one, yeah, it could get yeah. nuts. But thankfully, we don't have to worry about OPBL being in there because that would be a 28-star deck. So unless they come out with oh, a okay. card that bumps your star rating up. But oh, I, even, th- I thought he was only, uh, I thought he was like 14 or... Uh, or... General is 15, and I think OPBL is 13, right? Oh, okay, okay, maybe I'm thinking wrong then. Okay, I'm stupid. But, no, but you, yeah. those were the worst fears but, uh, in my mind as well. Yeah. But but also, like any, like pretty much anyone that will help you play actions will help you. So you, I think there's a couple of bumblebees that will help you play actions. Yep, there's the 10-star uh, uh, Wave 2 bumblebee, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Don't give anybody any more ideas about cargo. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that. Because, you know, I was thinking of just, you know, adding multiples on him and just anything that'll help you play actions to get those ancient wisdoms off will you know could be could be nuts yeah and 21 health i mean that that gives him extra time to get all those cards on him like, yeah if you think opbl lasts for a long time i mean 21 health and to put that into perspective omega supreme has 24 health and he is nowhere i mean he is extremely weak if you compare oh yeah to Op- i mean and he costs more stars, so yeah, wacky. He's going to be, I think, the next chase card for sure. Yeah, is I, Optimus. I just, I just, I just wish they would have gave you know that skill set to like another bot to make you know just another bot, you know that's going to be in the meta. You know, it's going to be in the meta with those skills anyway. So why not just give it to some other guy? Why not make it Cliff Jumper 2.0 or something? <laughs> right. Yeah, that would be yeah, bring Cliff Jumper out or spread out all those abilities across different characters that you want to collect and run together mm-hmm. and then combine they have the general optimus skills. I think I mean this is just the marketer in me. I think uh, having the strongest cards or the perceived strongest cards be well-known characters if anybody's watching it, they see Optimus on the table at like let's say Pax Unplugged in December when they have the Energon Invitational. People mm-hmm. know it's gonna be Transformers, but if they see like this big Optimus Prime with two giant guns, I think that's probably part of the reason. Oh yeah. Well yeah, I know, I know. It's it's all yeah. like marketing and we gotta have our our best guys with it. But you know, I I I just like to I you know maybe maybe Shake we could have maybe we could have had like you know uh, the the siege grimlock with you know those abilities or something you know yeah. another iconic character that uh isn't here yet or something yeah I, uh, but otherwise i still you know i still love the stats and i'm i'm honestly going to try to do the cargo trailer i know it's going to be stupid hard but i'm going to try it yeah 
and then ancient wisdom yeah that would be gross yeah because i've been trying i've been trying to work on a way to make those uh, and work those into a deck around those cards and i I was kind of gonna do it around the time of the infinite loop but then they stopped the infinite loop yeah i if you ask me i can't believe they allow you to take cards from outside of your deck like the wave two grimlock that's crazy to me and Mm -hmm. then even yeah, the the ancient wisdom piece that's crazy. I do like the wave three, uh, trailbreaker and um, wheeljack and ratchet. How they can bring in those actions. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah, like cool. Like having like starting cards and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah, that was uh that was something that uh an old game uh, I used to play and uh, be a community rep for uh. Uh, for the Babylon Five card game, you got to your starting hand was three cards that you got to choose. Uh, so I, I, I really like. I used to like that idea of having a, a, a starting hand that you got to choose, or at least uh, like bringing that kind of concept into this game to where you can start out with stuff right off the bat into your hand. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you listened to the interview with uh, Drew from Wizards of the Coast that I did couple episodes back but he was i asked him about permanence and if they're going to be bringing those in there i think the first one that we have is uh, devastator's tower if you want to consider it that but mm-hmm. uh, he said they'll definitely be coming out with more permanence in 2020 he didn't give me any more details but i think that'll be cool to see too you know the game has room for it from a system standpoint and just adds more more strategy to it Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, also, you know, things that I've I've always considered, you know, considered you can always have special rules for more stars, less stars, you know, depend, you know, for uh, how you play the game and everything. So, you know, I'm I'm sure there's a lot of because I'd love to see like some official like multiplayer kind of rules or something that may be dealt with uh, sharing stars or having more or less car uh, stars or something. Yeah, I. I think if they do a scenario, I I think if uh, they do like Unicron, I think there should I think that should be their first like scenario where somebody can play it, but they have to the opposing player gets to play with additional star character stars. I think that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Or or just make kind of like uh, uh, just make Unicron like kind of one of the bigger titans, but mm-hmm. it's not something that anyone plays it's something that everyone plays against and it's just a really powerful card yeah like a raid boss yeah yeah Uh, you're you're you could also make it to where you're fighting against each other while doing that uh there used to be an old uh board game called republic of rome that you were not only fighting against each other but the game was fighting everyone else itself based off of like random wars coming up so something like that would be cool where they have like a, maybe a Unicron with a little special Unicron deck that's got some cards every turn is flipped for them and has, you know, maybe does two damage to all bots or something on the field. That would be awesome. And we'll we'll take a look back in a year and we'll see if that ends up happening. Because yeah. I think that would be the way that they would do it. I know I've heard that they, they want to focus on X type of gameplay, but I think that would be awesome. Because yeah. then it's you can go, you know, we could meet up at the shop and just play that. We don't have to necessarily compete against each other if we want to try out a deck. And then you'd be specking your deck towards beating that instead of 
you're like, oh, I got a scrap grenade launcher and stuff like that. You're specking your deck to uh, take down. Uh, oh yeah, you, yeah, you're giving yeah. yourself yourself something to to test your deck against without having to have you know someone else there. Some even something alone you can do at home. Be like, all right, let's see how far I can last randomly against Unicron real quick and see how tough this deck is. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, so another thing with Wave Four uh, that I'm excited about is the Revenge keyword. Have you seen mm -hmm. that? Oh yeah. Yeah, so from my I, understanding, that's when they get KO'd, their ability triggers. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like, uh, I know Brunt and Full Tilt, they're basically uh, like grenades. Basically, they, they get killed and then they do damage to yeah. uh, the other characters. Yeah, like uh, I think uh, Full Tilt does like one if he's in one mode and then two if he's in another mode. If he gets, uh, yeah, if he's in bot mode he does two damage to an enemy and then if he's in alt mode when he dies he does one damage to an enemy hmm. yeah but, so you know I, yeah i think the new keywords are always uh good too i think it's funny though when when an old card from like wave one does the same thing but they just didn't have the keyword thought up yet yeah well uh, that's what that's one thing i'm wondering i'm wondering if they're gonna do any kind of like peace through tyranny kind of reprint or maybe do another card that's like that because i mean it's seem you know the keyword is kind of made for peace through tyranny you know just mm -hmm. ko your guy do your stuff and you know bring him back with i still function or something like that so i could see a lot of abuse with uh, revenge being done with the right deck yeah I, th I think you know yeah i could see Triptychon just killing his own guys, bringing him back, you know, bringing him right. Uh, I think he can bring him back under him. I'm not sure, but yeah, he doesn't heal yeah. like how Soundwave heals from bringing him back, but he can bring him right back and then deploy him again at full health. Oh, uh, oh, wait, that's right. Whenever like one of his guys die, he gets healed. So you're just, you know, peace through tyranny, you know, I still function peace through tyranny, getting their revenge function cards and Triptychon getting healed each time. Yeah. It's it's gonna be nuts. Yeah, so I, I definitely think we'll see him being played. And people were kind of complaining about the fact that his deployment card was a green pip, and it's not like a flip mechanic like uh, Metroplex. But mm -hmm. I, oh no, I'm I'm fine with crazy. that. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm I'm fine with that. It's basically just an you know like an Enigma, and Enigmas come up all the time when I'm playing like my Predacon deck. Right. That's why you don't need three because yeah, you're gonna get to it by the time I, you're able to even transform them. I would say of all the bigger guys, like Metroplex, Omega, Supreme, and Trypticon, I think Trypticon's probably my favorite and probably be the one I'll probably play the most. Yeah, I mean, how can you go wrong with a big uh, dinosaur? Yeah. It just yeah. doesn't stop moving, just terrorizes. <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting for Trypticon versus Dinobots. Uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Volcan it's almost like... Uh, the dragon zord against all the uh, megazord <laughs> parts hey uh maybe you know something about this but i was looking at the booster pack art and we got cog and he was a weaponizer in wave three but they talk about the odds on the booster pack and one of the odds is you can get one half of a weaponizer so that sounds like to me they're gonna have like combining cards that are weaponizers well well i know in the siege toy line they have guys 
like they have two packs. They're they're little guys that combine each other into one bigger weapon that another guy uses. So I'm I'm betting it's like a mechanic, um, kind of like how we probably have the weaponizers, how we have, but both of them probably have to be KO'd before their weapon is made and put on a guy. Oh, kind of, yeah. So um, like the other part of the text, just like in a combiner, the other part of the text is on the other side, so... Yeah, so you so you'll have to have both of them, and and maybe there's a way to you know have different because I know you can kind of change the combiners around for different weapons, at least in the toy line. Yeah. So you know I'm one you know I I'm kind of wondering they'll probably have you know two guys or maybe you can have different guys and it's just their effects stack with uh, each so other. Like I don't one. Know. Yeah, that'd be crazy. So you could mix and match the different weaponizers and then they yeah that would be awesome yeah so so Hmm. you could so you basically have basically two bots that when they ko form into the weapon or the upgrade that goes onto your main bot or something that that's what i'm thinking that's the only thing i can think of yeah yeah because it's right out there in the open on the booster pack so i mean it's not like we're speculating too far and it's it's there's going to be two halves so yeah yeah see that that's what i saw when i first saw i was like oh okay so they're probably just gonna have a mechanic to where two guys combine into one weapon to put on one guy yeah but i'm just wondering when shockwave and megatron is going to be made into weapons yeah that megatron seriously i feel like somebody made a uh a comment on that but i feel like they definitely need his pistol form yeah and and shockwaves too i used to love shockwaves toy gun when i was a kid yeah i feel like he'd be more like a uh artillery turret that somebody would like stand on and shoot because he's bigger yeah probably well well it's weird in the in the tv it doesn't in the tv series they're the size of they need to be it doesn't matter (laughs) right You know, Soundwave is as big as a building, but oh, Spike can fit him in his pocket, and he doesn't <laughs> weigh anything. So, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the, it is, yeah, it is more than meets the eyes, yeah. <laughs> more than meets the laws of reality, too. <laughs> Whatever they could do to sell the toy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not complaining. I love it. Right. I got sure. my I got my G1 Soundwave reissue on top of my shelf right now. So <laughs> nice. So speaking of the Soundwave deck you're working on, uh, have you been looking at Ratbat at all? Because I know he's one of the Spy Patrols. Um, um, no, not not really uh, yet. Uh, mainly, I'm just mainly working on the retro Soundwave. Oh yeah, he he is a mini. He takes mini cassettes, yeah, not Spy Patrol. I think it's a but I'm but I am wanting to make a uh, a modern a Siege Soundwave too. That uh, new. Siege set the non-anniversary cards. Those look cool too. Yeah. Uh, Generations art. Yeah, those. Yeah, I was. I was like, well, do I want to buy one? Do I want to wait a little while? Because I liked both of them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm. I can't buy in good conscience. Buy both sets. <laughs> so I was Not like, in good conscience. You can still yeah. physically buy. Oh, I can still do. <laughs> but you know, I was like, well, you know. But then, what do I do? Do I keep the thirty-fifth set? you know, unopened on my shelf. Uh, that was one thing I was thinking. I was like, no, I want to play that. Oh, yeah. 
I was like, I'll just get that one, and I'm not going to worry about the other one. Maybe if I can trade for them, trade for the bots and stuff, I will, which will probably most likely happen. I'm thinking a lot of guys will probably buy that just for some of the extra battle battle cards for decks and stuff. I hear you. Yeah, I got um, some Metroplex on clearance, like super, super cheap, just to get the extra height advantage for Trypticon. Yeah, I need... I need to try to find one of those. I saw a Walmart around in the area. I think it was out in Owasso or something that had one. So I might uh, I might go out and try to see if it's on clearance. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you know, Transformer stuff is collectible. You end up grabbing a starter, you know, the starter packs sealed and keeping those. Game gets real popular. I mean, look at the, the Pokemon card game. Those are like $1,000 cards now, the booster boxes oh. and stuff. So Oh, the... I made so much money when Pokemon first came out because I bought uh, a couple of first edition cases. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, it was uh, me and a couple of friends. We went on a couple of cases and we just opened those boxes and we got uh, like a handful of Charizards and like pretty much a few complete sets out of, uh, of like play sets out of everything. We made so much money off of that. <laughs> that's awesome but uh, yeah i'm surprised with some of the values of the cards like major sh- uh shockwave is 70 to 80 bucks just oh yeah I've, like uh i i pulled uh, a few of them i've already pulled a few i might put them on the facebook group for 65 70 bucks bam sold five minutes later that's crazy and, <laughs> like people saying bo put them up on ebay is like no nah, i sell them faster and get more money because of no fees right yeah that's true yep they i think they take like 10 percent off the top yeah and paypal only takes five so but enough about how we handle our side hustle (laughs) (laughs) um hey so uh i wanted to talk about uh blue uh versus orange and uh more specifically vanguard vanguard is our as far as i know our first armor uh battle master mm-hmm. so he's three five and one when he's not dead and then he's like a team-wide force field almost for his ability when anybody is defending and you flip at least one white pit on your team they can't take more than five damage mm-hmm. that i mean that to me is crazy you've got a team-wide it's one more damage but it's a team-wide force field as long as he's on the field Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's well, not. I guess force field is four, but right. I, mean, I guess this is just one more, but it's still team wide. So right. I mean that that works great, especially if you put him on someone who has stealth who isn't going to get attacked. Then all of your guys are, you know, pretty much always going to be covered. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if you want to keep him alive because normally you want to suicide your weaponizers as soon as possible to get them equipped, right? Mm-hmm. Or your uh, your battle masters, but it sounds like you might want to get as much value out of him as possible. Uh, oh yeah, I, like you know, most people just aimless and lionizer first to attack. But him, I would be no, I'll I'll just attack with anyone else. Because yeah. I'd I'd want to keep him on the battlefield as long as I can. Give put uh, stealth in there, stealthiness to help him avoid any attacks when he is tapped. Yeah, and you know that'll that'll help keep him alive. He's going to be one that I want to get my hands on for sure. Mm-hmm. So 
are you do you try to go against the grain and make blue decks or are you i mean you see the power of the orange and just go with the orange decks i i make whatever i pretty much feel like like when i'm playing just around local and stuff i i don't i don't care about winning i just right. i just care about having fun yeah and you know i'll make some mixed decks or stuff but you know i i have no every everything has their strength you know doing nemesis prime aimless is great for blue you know dinobots is great for red or great for orange uh you know do i have i don't really have a preference my preference is who am i playing and what helps them the most you right know? so you I pick care- the character card and then you see what you need to do around that to take yeah. advantage of it yeah or i i see what do i want to achieve with the deck and you know, if I figure out that, well, you know, if I'm making something that's real janky, you know, and half the cards I need for, you know, that to go off is blue, then might as well just make the whole deck blue and go ahead and go with that theme. Or if, you know, again, if something calls for specific red or blue, then go for that. And I'm kind of glad that they're adding, you know, black was added. So that gives you some more options. So I'm hoping to see some more options for that. And, you know, of course, there's plenty of colors to come up later in the future. Yeah, I uh, I know they said that the, the core set, black rounded out the core set of pips. And I, how do you think black is in terms of power? Do you think it's just right where it needs to be or? Uh, I think it's right. Uh, at least for now, it's right where it needs to be. Uh, I mean, it, it mainly helps smaller guys. I mean, bigger guy, bigger decks really don't benefit all too much. You know, I don't see Optimus Prime, Battlefield Legend, or Nemesis Prime actually. Uh, they don't really benefit too much from that because their attack is so high. But for, like, smaller guys, you know, like for my Soundwave deck that I'm trying to work on, I'm trying to make it more blue and black. So it's defensive with a lot of pierce just to get that guaranteed damage with the cassettes so you know i might not be doing a whole lot of damage but every time a cassette attacks you're taking four damage right off the bat death by a thousand cuts yeah and since i've got a thousand mini cassettes and i could keep bringing them back let's let's see how long you can last yeah you know that's why i you know with and energon axes and Laser cutlasses are great because they're blue pips, and Energon Axes has, or the laser cutlasses have black pips too. Yeah, yeah. Either of those would be broken if they had uh, green on it. You just pick oh them yeah. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I've, I, w- I was thinking, you know, like uh, for like pips in the future, I love. I was thinking like a. I thought maybe they'd do like a red and a purple pip for Decepticon and Autobot and have some kind of mechanic with that yeah yeah but, instead of like the watermark that they have right now like autobot and decepticon cards or in well, addition to well well like in addition to maybe just like have like uh, like they could be just pips for like what i was thinking is let's say a purple pips give plus one attack or plus one blue to a decepticon while flipping so yeah. it only works for decepticons but it's attack or defense it adds Ah, so it, if it's no matter when it's flipped, it counts for what you're trying to do. Well, well, no, for like for like that character. So let's right. say Nemesis Prime is attacking, and he gets like some. He flips three purple uh, pips, then it's attack. 
if he's defending, right. then it's defense. But let's say he pulled three red, which is Autobots, then since he's a Decepticon, there's no bonus at all. Right, and they're just blank pip cards. Yeah, they would basically be treated as blank pip card, nothing. Man, that's that's the... If anybody was paying us for this, that'd be the $1,000 idea right there. <laughs> well, Charlie, I've been playing card games for 30 years. Watsy needs to... They need to hire me for hire consulting ideas. Yeah, just... I mean, don't even hire me. Just say, hey, we'll take some of your ideas. Here's a free box of cards. <laughs> yeah, red and purple pips. You heard it here first. Yeah. Red and purple pips. Yep. That, I, I, bet you that, I bet you that'll come. Yeah, because I was thinking about that. I mean, it's a great way to focus decks more towards Decepticons and Autobots. Right, and, and incentivize people to not have Flame War on their team just to get the the bold one and the tough one, right? It's like if oh, they yeah. run all all one card, then you know, there's value in, in specializing towards those cards. So, mm-hmm. good idea. Good idea. Well, man, um, I am excited for Wave 4. Um, I'm also excited for the Energon Invitational. I applied for a press pass to uh, hopefully go to PAX Unplugged uh, with Ooh. a free badge. I still have to would have to pay for lodging and all that stuff. Oh yeah. Um, I also applied for to work for the pastimes uh, folks because I know they're also giving people badges to to go out there and and work for a few days and work that event. Oh. So I think that would be cool too. Either way, I want to get out there. I, I probably won't be able to compete because I play jank like uh, Blue Streak and mm-hmm. Sideswipe. But <laughs> See, that, that's how I am. I don't like for all the Energon Invitationals and stuff. I was like, I'm not. I wasn't I'm not real big into the real big competitive because, you know, you're you're mostly gonna see the the same decks, you right. know, over and over, same guys. It's like I don't I don't like I don't like playing the against the same people, you know. That's why my decks I always kinda like to have something that either no one uses or I'm using something everyone uses but in a completely different way. Right. I hear you. Yeah. I'm cut from the same cloth, man. I the weird cards, like everybody's like, yeah, fire cons are weak. You might as well just play these. I'm like, no, fire cons oh, are no, cool because they're dinosaurs. And yeah, I, yeah. I want to make it. I still need to make a fire cons fire cons deck just because no, they're, they they can be cool. You know, I want. Yeah. I need to. I'm trying to do an Omnibots deck, trying to figure that out. And they they just all have cool abilities that I want to try out. Yeah, I like Flame Feather, man. He can get defense for his reds. He's the first card, like character card, that actually gets defense from red, as far as mm. I know, from orange. You don't have to worry about inverted or anything like that. So I think um, I think they're awesome. But yeah, I I uh, I don't get mad when I lose because I know I'm not playing the optimal deck. If I wanted to win, yeah, I would run. If it was Wave 1 still, I'd run uh, Grimlock. Or, you know, I've got a... I've got a, a uh, OPBL, but you know, I'd rather have a less chance of winning with something funky. Oh yeah, I yeah. I just I want to have more fun. You know that yeah. that's why I kind of like playing uh, sealed and uh, turbos a lot more, just because uh, I like the randomness and you're not going up against stuff that's tailor made. Even if someone pulls a OPBL, okay, he's just a strong bot. I can right. if you ain't got a deck made to OPBL. He's right. just a real strong bot. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, that was probably some of the most fun I had was that uh, opening day when mm-hmm. uh, Siege 1 first came out. But 
and we played that uh, sealed event. Mm-hmm. But I uh, I made a mistake of not because I pulled that major shockwave then, mm-hmm. and I didn't run him. So for the first like three games, I was running sideswipe, trailbreaker, and red alert, and getting whomped. Uh, I oh, think yeah. Bill Bill pulled the Megatron and mm-hmm. Optimus that day. Yeah, was wiping. Um, People were running uh, Ion Storm. He's giant and sealed. Yeah, my uh, my buddy who I paid, I was like, hey man, why don't you come and I'll pay and you give me the cards. He pulled a Shockwave, and I was like, you should play him. He's like, no, nah, I'll just play these other guys. I was like, man, you need to play him. He's yeah. like, his ability doesn't work. I was like, he's so beefy though. Yeah. Because well, yeah. Yeah, because I played I played the next sealed event uh, there, and I pulled Shockwave and Soundwave, and I played both of those, and I I didn't lose a game. I was, yeah. I was like, these two together are because they each have that uh, three defense. Their their attack was high, and since in Siege there's hardly any orange pips, they you know. They no one could beat their defense, and when they did, they do one two points of damage. Well, he's got seventeen health. Right. Yeah. And there's a. I feel like the Pierce was really cool for sealed as well, because <laughs> every attack it was like uh, this Pierce two, this Pierce three. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that that's one way you could get around. You know the the you know a lot of people were doing against like Shockwave. But, you know, again, in that sealed environment, especially in Siege, you're getting medics like every, you know, a medic card one every three packs, it seemed. Yeah. So yeah. it was just a way to keep them a, a lot, you know, alive a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I think, what's the other super rare I have? I have um, King Starscream, but I just have, I think I have more of affinity for the weird stuff. So I, I haven't tried to make a deck for either of those guys yet, but yeah, I'll get been, around to it. I've been wanting to make a Starscream Decepticron crown deck, but again, like I, you know, like I said, I get maybe a chance once a month or so to play casually instead of sealed and stuff, just because of how things turn out with other people's schedules. So I'm trying to trying to find a new night to get something together for casual play. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we're not far away from one another. I mean, oh, yeah. Just yeah, been, yeah, there's a place about an hour away that meets on Tuesday nights. Uh, they do like a sealed league. Mm-hmm. So I've been, I've been thinking about going up there and checking that out. Yeah, well, let me know how that goes. Oh, yeah. And I, I know uh, Frank said it's, uh, it's uh, real fun and everything. So I was like, well, I need to try it out because... I'm I'm getting withdrawn. <laughs> I don't yeah. get to play enough. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I played uh, played with Aaron, who was on episode three. I brought him out to the event too. I played with him over a uh, webcam, and I mean that worked out okay. Yeah, I've been seeing people uh, post about Octagon and stuff. I just never used any of that app stuff or anything, so I'm like, ah, I don't know. Right. I ain't got I ain't got enough time to deal with that and <laughs> Yeah, well part of the fun is actually having the cards, not playing oh, yeah. it on a computer, right? Yeah, there's I mean, most of the fun I've ever had making decks is sitting there for three hours watching Futurama DVDs on play all oh, making, yeah. you know, five or six different decks at a time and play testing them against each other. <laughs> oh yeah. Nothing nothing wrong with fish bowling. That's yeah. what I've been doing. 
Yeah, and speaking of Frank, I mean, uh, congratulations to Frank. He he drove out to Kalamazoo and wiped the floor with a blaster deck, I think, and won oh, his yeah. Energon ticket. So now I think he's contemplating going out there. Oh yeah, I mean, well, if you get a ticket or something, it's always always open something up. Yeah, I, mean, I it was finally a couple of years ago. I won a couple like lottery tickets for Funko booth and Lego booth at star Wars celebration on Orlando. And I lived in Tampa. Okay. And so I was like, well, if I can get all these, why not get a ticket and go to celebration? So I ended up going to star Wars celebration that weekend based off of just that random winning. So I, I can see how he would feel like that. I mean, if you get something like that, it's like, well, can I put together a few hundred bucks in a couple of months for lodging and gas and all that and at least have a chance? You know, playing in big tournaments is fun. I played in a bunch when I was back in Magic and everything. So, you know, it, it's just a whole different experience, too, because you're going up against, you know, some of the best. You know, I played against some of the best on the Magic Pro Tour back in the day because one guy... Uh, one of the uh, top guys had a game shop in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He opened one up there. And so, I, you know, I used to play with one of the head uh, pro tour guys all the time. And playing in those big environments is fun. So I could, I could see how, you know, he would be excited and wanting to try to figure that out. Especially, yeah. I mean, it's Philadelphia, so it's not really that far away either. So No, it's like eight hours if you're yeah. on speed limit. Yeah, you know, and that's if you that's if you want to drive. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the flights they get get down pretty cheap, so you can snag one up. Oh Maybe yeah. We'll, so. we'll just have to live vicariously through him. <laughs> Ask for updates, be like, hey, how's, how's it going? How's it going? How's game one? How's game two? <laughs> nice. But I think they're gonna have like let's play or like learn to plays and stuff. Uh, they're gonna have sealed events and casual. So there's gonna be stuff going on outside of the tournament, which I think's neat. Yeah, I was, I was wanting to go to Gen Con this year, but uh, it, mainly because it's the closest I've ever been. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, if I can just get the finances, but I couldn't get the finances together. But I've already got a Gen Con 2020 fund, so. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we'll have to uh, try to see how many of us we can get to go out there next year. That'd be cool to go as a group oh, yeah. or at least meet up. Yeah, because be I've, I've been to a bunch of cons, but I never got to go to Gen Con. That's that's one of the big cons that I've always wanted to go to, but never could. Yeah, and now I mean it's super close. What Indianapolis? Yeah, because yeah, so uh, not that bad. Yeah, because I've the the bigger the other biggest like gaming con I've been to is Origins. So, okay. You know, that's that's like you know the second biggest. Right. And that was in the late nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit ago. Yeah, it's, it doesn't it's seem been a like while that since. long ago, but oh yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, it, it's been a while since I've been in any big cons. So, and big cons like that are fun just to go to and walk around. And heck, I've wandered the merchant floors for hours just looking at stuff, being like, "Huh, oh, I want to buy this. Let me, let me make one big circle, see if I can find it cheaper or something better." You know? <laughs> yeah, and sometimes if it's the last day, then they they give that stuff out. Much oh, yeah. cheaper because they don't want they'll, to take it back home. Yeah, they'll put that stuff 25, 30% off, especially the last hours when the doors are about to close and you can you can get some pretty good deals. Yeah. Even even if they don't have a post, you could probably go up and say, hey, give you 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to tag along with you then. Be like, hey, man, how much do you want for that slipstream? Oh, I've, I've done <laughs> that. I've done that a lot on 
cons and stuff. Uh, trading like pre-releases and stuff, looking for guys who want to leave the pre-release set, you know, days with full sets and getting all kind of sweet deals. <laughs> Wheeling and dealing. Yeah, those. So I can understand, you know, grats to Frank for that. So always think about always think about the stuff, not just the tournament, but the the whole experience around it, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even if, if mm-hmm. you're not the one person to, to come in first or being like on the on the podium, I mean, just being there is fun, oh, especially yeah. well, with a game. This is the first tournament for it. So mm-hmm. just to be a part of that would be really cool. Yeah. And just the part of being able to try out other games. I mean, when I went to other games, I was the you know, I'd go for the Magic and Babylon 5 tournaments. But just getting to try other new games for free was, you know, fun for me, too. Yeah, because it's a, a actually a convention, too. It's not just, like, a venue for the tournament. Yeah, so. because, I mean, like, you know, the Mad, the Watsy reps, I mean, heck, back in the day, they'd have full starters and booster packs if you've never played. Just go and grab a couple and start playing. They were yours. You didn't have to pay for them and stuff. I don't know how it is now. I Like I said, I haven't been in con for, like, 20 years, but I, 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 I would go just for, even if I did, even if I won the Invitational and didn't play in it i'd still probably want to go if i could well hey sean thanks for jumping on thank you all for listening and we'll talk to you soon thanks a lot man thanks for having me